check this so dog on me. All right, welcome back to another episode of Sooner Born and Sooner Bred, a podcast about all things OU athletics. Uh, we're a father and three sons. We have no insider information, just strong opinions. Uh, everybody's here. We're kind of in a new location. Uh, we're, we're Me and Caleb and Pops are here at the uh, Caleb's Garage, a little bit uh, – you know, a little bit different digs for us, uh, but I'm told Dad, you know, Pops has moved out of his house, but I am told that they are going to put a podcast room at the new house, and no expense will be spared. So, uh, looking forward nice. to that. <coughs> kind of like them rumors down there at A and M. Yeah, probably ain't going to happen. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Shane, how's how's everything going up in your neck of the woods? It's good. We had a nice Thanksgiving. A lot of. A lot of good food, got to see the kids, and uh, wish some, some some football games would have went far away. But other than that, it was, it was a good weekend. Stupid Mormons. Yeah. I don't know. Really let us down. Hey, shout out to Molly Jane. Love you, girl. Happy birthday. It is her birthday. She's 20 years old today. Wow. wow. Yeah. Golly, you got a daughter that's You're 20. Old. How old is Anna? I have I have no teenagers left. All in their twenties. Yeah. Wow, that's nuts. You're getting old, Shane. I know. All right. Well, for us, it was pretty good Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, spent the day today moving pops out of the house. And My back hurts now. Yeah. Yeah. They took us out to dinner last night, kind of like a prepayment type deal, and. <laughs> I didn't get my money's worth. Carbo load. Yeah, well, I mean, like today when we were taking that that seventh load and coming down those stairs with some of those heavy, heavy things, I was like, probably should have like held out for two or three dinners on this thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Terrible on our part, but uh, now I've got them out. They're moved out pretty much almost all of it. Almost all of it. it. It's weird looking at that house, Shane, with it just nothing in it. They had a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. We got rid of a lot of stuff, and we still got a lot of stuff. It's amazing how much stuff you accumulate over a lifetime, huh? Yeah. Or, you, know. you know, we lived in that house for 20 18, years. 18, 20 years. So that's what we accumulated while we was there. And when I was going through my shop, I was chunking stuff, and I left a bunch of stuff. You know, I'm not taking that. I'm leaving that here for him. He can do with it what he wants to. And I rented a... Eight by twenty storage unit, and it is full of just what's from my shop. Yeah, I know. I got a shop full of stuff from your shop too over here. Yeah, I brought a bunch over here to you. <laughs> I was cramming it everywhere. Yeah, yeah it, it's nuts. I, I couldn't. How many storage sets? Four. Four. Four storage buildings. All of them twenty footers. Uh, one of them's twenty four foot, ten by twenty four. One's a ten two ten by twenty and two eight by twenties. Yeah, of course, most people, when they move, they have a place to move to. Yeah. You don't. No. No. It, so. All right. Well, let's get going on this thing. Uh, season has officially come to a close. We we didn't get together last week just due to everybody's kind of schedules going. But uh, Sooners pull off the win here uh, this week. And season's over with, 10-2. and two. Uh What's your thoughts about the ten and two season? It's mi- mixed on me. Like at the beginning of the season, I said nine and three. You know, we go nine and three. I'm happy. I think it's a successful season. I think ten and two is a successful season too. But 
if you'd have told me those were the two games we lost, like we right. should we should be a freaking twelve and zero or whatever. We should be undefeated. We should be undefeated. I, they shouldn't have lost those two games. I predict so we would go undefeated and headed in the right direction, but kind of disappointed at the same time with the way yeah they played lost down the stretch. State. Beat Texas. Yeah, I mean uh, that that Texas game changes changed everything for everybody. We all we all got to before the Texas game. Everybody assumed. I mean, if you say, I mean, there's some that say, yeah, I, th- I thought we were going to beat them, but if we'd have went out, lost that game in a close game, our expectations would have remained the same, and everybody been like, hey, ten and two would be a stellar season. Yeah, you win that Texas game, and all of a sudden you're like, the rest of this schedule is winnable. We should win every game from here on out. Because the rest of the world said it, well, too. Well, I think we're a better team than Oklahoma State and a better team than Kansas. Well, there's no doubt. But you know, I mean, we're probably – I don't know if we're a better team than Texas, but we're as, I think we're as good as they are. Yeah. I mean, I think we play them ten times, we beat them five times. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that. But, Shane, what do uh, you think? I'd say, I mean, it's disappointing. We, we should have won both those games. Those were two games we won last year when we only won six games. We beat Kansas and Oklahoma State. And so, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, it, it's it, it, one level of 10 and two. I mean, again, at the beginning of the year, you told us we were going to go 10 and two. We'd all have been tickled to death, you know? And so, and honestly, to go 10 and two and not make the Big 12 championship, pretty rare, you know? And that's just due to kind of crazy structure of the Big 12 right now of not having divisions and things like that. But, um, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about where they're going. I think they're making progress. I think we're postured well for the SEC, but I mean, I know we're going to get to it tonight, but I think losing Levy, you know, you wonder what that's going to be like. It's just another change. It's another it's change. thing you got to, that you got to, you know what I mean? It's like, it's a hurdle you, you overcome. Get consistency, you get, you get, you know, some momentum and, no matter what, you change things up. You're gonna take a little bit of a step back. So before we um, before we talk about the levy stuff and kind of look at down the road on that, there there's a lot of players like Danny Stutzman, Billy Bowman, Dejon Terry, stuff like that. Those guys have decisions to make. They can they can go uh, to the you know make the jump to the NFL. Uh, do you think any of them do? Who stays? Who goes? The bad thing is if, if – if I think any more you see, and I don't know if it will be the same with Brent or not, but with most schools and most players, once they have the chance to go and be drafted at some point, whether it's fourth round, fifth round, second round, whatever, they're gone. You know what I mean? Um, now with the NIL, do they come back and have a chance to make as much money? I just – I don't see many of them guys sticking around. I would – I. Stutzman maybe just because of his relationship with Brent, I think. But I'm sure Bowman's gone. You They're think so? Ter- yeah, I think so. I don't. I mean, I, I think Billy Bowman. You told him he's fourth round pick. I think or fourth. Yeah, fourth round. I think he's gone. I think he's one of those guys that. I think if he comes back another, and granted, it's same for for Stutzman. You come back another year, play a season in the SEC, and you have a good season. Now you run the risk of injuries all of those things that come with it. And You're then you run the like risk of having a bad season. Have a good season, yeah. But, I mean, you come back and you have a, a season like you had this year, and, uh, you know, a lot of people have said it. Billy Bowman comes back. 
He could be all American. Could be has yeah. that same season. He's all American, possibly a Jim Thorpe Award winner. Uh, if you have that same season in the I SEC, just, I don't think that matters to him. I think what what matters to most of them guys is playing pro ball. And if they had the chance to go be drafted now, whether it's fourth round or second round, they're going. I think. Yeah. Well, I think with, especially with Billy, when you have kind of a historic season of three pick sixes, a hundred yard pick six. You know what I mean? He's got a. He's got a resume this year to put in front of people that you're probably not going to duplicate. No, you no. know, and so it's for for someone for a guy like him, I think it would be it's probably smart to make the jump. I mean, I hope Stutzman would stick around. Oh, um, it'd be awesome if they if several of them if Billy stuck right, around, yeah. Stutzman stuck around. Some Cause, some cause of your losing, defensive line losing, would be nice. Well, we're I mean, losing a lot of seniors on that defense too. Tough. The defense, know, our defense already. line is obliterated. Basically, Dijon Terry yeah. can come back. Uh, the What's his face? Trace from? Ford. Trace Ford can come back, and, and you don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I I assume like Brent and them are going to sit down with Dijon Terry and say, "Hey, you were coming on at the end of the year. You got an yeah. opportunity to come back, be the anchor of this this middle of this line right now. Get us going. You know, you've got some young guys coming in that will, you know, be able to kind of be behind you. I think you're right on Billy Bowman. I don't think he comes back. Uh, I just don't see a point for him to. Uh, I, I think it's too good of a – I don't think he can replicate what he just did. It, it's right. pretty phenomenal. I think Stutzman's the the wild card in it. I think he has the ability to go. Uh, I think he's going to grade out decent, not great. But linebackers just don't go unless you have all the – I mean, he's not going to – his draft stocks aren't going to go up a ton by coming back another year. It could go up, especially if you want to butt us. I mean – People look at that. That's right. I mean, not even being a semifinalist for Yeah, well, that's – he was – he was that, that whole thing, I think, was from a – those are biases coming into play saying, OU doesn't play defense. Nobody in the Big 12 does. And yet here he is. He's He's got better stats than most of the guys. Yeah, that three, were, three, or, three out of the five semifinalists or whatever, he's got more tackles and four of them, he's got more tackles for loss. So Yeah, I mean so I mean you're you're sitting there looking at it. He has an opportunity to come back, probably replicate and do better. I mean I think of all of them to get back, he's like if he's the one. He's the one you want back. Oh yeah, you want yeah, him back. Obviously made a yeah. difference when he was on the field and when he wasn't on the field. Yeah, you, he left halfway just a, through just a leadership standpoint. Yeah. yeah you well, want him back. For half of Kansas he's gone, we lose. He's gone the entire Oklahoma State game, he we lose. Yeah, he comes back and he doesn't. He hasn't felt well during the next game. We grind and, it out, and we had to grind it out. Yeah, I mean, you're just. I mean, you can tell like he's his body is worn down from a season, and well, he was and he it, was he played hurt most of the year. I mean, he had some stinger had issues, stinger shoulder issues most of the year. So, yeah. but I, I would. I mean, I would really love to. And I think it's hard to tell just but from watching the OU DNAs and stuff. He's got a a unique relationship, I think, with Brent. And I think Brent might be able to talk him into coming back. I mean, I don't know that he'll have to be talked into it. And he I, may not. I don't know. I think I think he's a guy that's enjoying himself right now, having a good time. He's making his, he's probably making some pretty good his, money. In his too. nil money's I mean, fixing to just go through the roof. He comes back another year. I paid him some. Yeah, you got the shirt. Got the shirt. I think I think it'll be good. I I don't know who all leaves, who all stays. Hopefully, get a lot of guys staying. Uh, Obviously, they're going to hit the portal on some spots. I think defensive line will be one of them that they really hammer on. You're going to have to on the defense. I mean, you lost 
Dejon Terry, Jonah Laulu, uh, Trace Ford, Bothroyd. That's four of your main defensive linemen right there. there. Isaiah, you as Cole. Isaiah yeah. Cole, yep. What about Kelly? Is he? Yeah. Grimes is probably going to transfer regardless. Yeah, I don't see him sticking around. As little as he even played this year. I, I think defensive end, you're okay. I think, you know, you got P.J. coming up through there. I think. Yeah, they're still young. I mean, that's. R. Mason Thomas. R. Mason Thomas has looked really good coming on. Uh, I think I think Trace Ford may stick around just because, I mean, he, he's not he's not going to go to the NFL at that point. He hasn't put enough on paper. I think that he can, he's going to. Yeah. So, I mean, offensively, you lose. I mean, Dylan Gabriel's leaving. Uh, I, I, I honestly now, I think he may follow Lebby to Mississippi State, it seems. But he's never going to have a better season than what he had this year either to put on paper. So, if he's going to go to the NFL, it's now's the time. I don't see I, – 42, I know he's 42 go touchdowns to, to six NFL. interceptions. I, just, I don't see him making it in the NFL. I, just, I don't. I mean, 42 touchdowns to six interceptions – the amount of yards he put up this year, he's better than all the other quarterbacks that are in the running for a Heisman. I mean, he's got better stats, better numbers. And don't get me wrong, he's got his deficiencies. He can't throw. He doesn't have an arm that everybody else has. That, but That's why I don't think he's going to make it. And if he's short, he's yeah, left-handed and doesn't have arm strength. I think You know who I think he can be? I think he would be a Landry Jones in the NFL. Oh, could he be a third-string guy no, for I a think, few years? Yeah, I think he could be a backup for – well, Landry, how many years did Landry play back up at Pittsburgh? Seven? Wow. I mean, he's going to get – he's going to make a living doing it and just holding a clipboard. I think he could do it. And he's one of those guys that's know. shown that he's got the mental toughness to stand on the sidelines and when his number gets called, go in and go do it. I think this was – I think this game – I hope game, so, but I, I don't I – I think this game proves that he's got the mental toughness more than anything, this most recent game, just the fact that he wasn't cleared until Thursday, the day before the game. So he didn't get any reps throughout the week. Comes in and just plays lots out. He played a good game. Maybe his best game. Yeah. I mean, he threw some of the best balls I've seen him throw. That one to uh, Jaden Gibson was just phenomenal. Hit him in stride. Pretty good. A couple of Nick Anderson were good, too. Yeah. Uh, so, bowl possibilities. Uh, looks like for OU right now, they're pushing, trying to get us a new – Andy Staples is really pushing for a New Year's Six Bowl. We're going to end up in the Alamo Bowl. We are. And, and we're going to play Arizona. But Arizona? You, I think that's who it's going to be. That's what it's predicted. Do you – but would you rather play the Alamo Bowl against Arizona or rather than go to like a Cotton Bowl and play Tulane? Because I think that Tulane, no. if you're playing Tulane, it sucks. No, give I mean, me Arizona, I guess. I mean, I mean, I'd rather go to the Cotton Bowl and play Alabama. But I'd rather do. Oh, everybody would. I'd love that. That'd be fantastic. And I mean, there's still an argument to be made that, I mean, obviously, who was it? Louisville lost this week. They're going to drop. So that's number ten. That's one in front of you that you needed to I think lose. We're, we're sitting at twelve right now. I think. Right. We were. I think we are. It, did it come out today? It came out today. I think so we're 12 still. What do you need, 11? Don't you have to be 11? To do what? To make a New Year's Six Bowl? I don't think there's any set standard. I think they, they kind of pick. I mean. It was my understanding you had to be, like, number 11. They're going to take 12 teams. 
Well, I think a lot of them build the playoffs. Yeah, they, I think they. I think the bowl has a a yes, but I selection. They, but I think they have an obligation to take on the New Year's Six bowls. I thought they had an obligation to take some of the higher the higher ranked teams. Well, I'm sure they. I think they have to take like certain conferences. Because I mean, that's the ar- argument right now is Penn State, Missouri. I think it depends on they deserve all, to be it, in there. It depends on who's in the playoff. Well, yeah, and then it depends on what conference they take the rest of them from. I think. Yeah, and it's like what. Big Twelve against the S, SEC, uh, run you know, runner up and Big Twelve runner up usually play in the usually not like you say Big Twelve runner up is that going to be Oklahoma, whoever loses the Big Twelve championship? No, it ain't going to be Oklahoma, Oklahoma State if they lose that game. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's four it's, losses. They're, they're going to have a option then to pick Oklahoma. I think. Yes, is what I what I, what I think. Rather than take a four loss Oklahoma State team or whatever. You know how that works, Shane. I, I I mean, I think it's less, I, and I may be wrong now, but I think it's less strict than it used to be. You know what I mean? Where it used to be like, it's SEC versus Big 12, you know, one versus two or whatever, you know how. I, and then I think now a lot of them are like SEC, ACC, or Notre Dame. You know what I mean? But it, it I don't think it even specifies anymore. Like, And then there's at, there's a few at-larges too still, I think, right? Right. That basically yeah, they can select exactly. whoever so, they want. Yeah. So I think a lot of them have quite a few options, you know. Well, I, and within that conference, you know, they're probably going to pick whoever's going to bring the money. Well, like Penn State's going to be third in their in their conference at the best. At best, yeah. At best. Right. Well, they're going to be fourth. Same thing with Missouri, right? They're fourth. They lost to Michigan, Ohio State, and then Iowa's going to be the potentially three team. be the number three team because they're yeah, going to So they're not going to be selected. Shouldn't shouldn't be. No. And then also with Missouri – you're gonna have Georgia, Alabama, and maybe LSU may even be above them. Still, I don't, I don't know on that one. We'll, it, we'll see. Well, see, I, I think for us, it all, it all depends on if Texas makes the playoff. One, one does Texas beat Oklahoma State? You know, yes. Uh, if, if, they, if they go to, if they go to two losses, then it's like, who the heck knows where anybody in the Big Twelve ends up? Because who's who's the best team in the Big Twelve? Then? I mean, all of a sudden <laughs> you got to. <laughs> a three-loss Oklahoma State, a two-loss Texas, and a two-loss OU, and OU beat Texas. I mean, so yeah, it's going to be a mess. If, if Texas, if Texas doesn't make the playoff, they're playing a New Year's Six bowl, and they would be taking our spot. There's so many if, scenarios that can play out. But that if, are Texas, if Texas makes the playoff, if they beat Oklahoma State and make the playoff, I think we got a decent shot at New Year's Six. I was I was throwing this at Cody, yeah. Cody earlier. So you got right now you've got uh, Washington, Florida State, Georgia, and Who's the other one? What Michigan. did you say? Michigan. Those yeah, four yeah. are undefeated. If Alabama beats Georgia, Alabama beats Georgia, your, your, your four major conference champions are Alabama, and then the rest of them win, Washington, Michigan, Florida State. Are those going to be your four teams in there? Are you going to leave Georgia and Texas out of the, out of the playoff? Well, the problem is if, if Alabama – beats Georgia, this is really where chaos ensues, right? Yeah. Because if they beat because if they beat Georgia and Texas wins, you can't leave Texas out and put Alabama. There you in. go. They will. They're going to. They you will. They, I, mean, I, I don't disagree. They're gonna they're gonna say that was early in the so, season. There's no way they're gonna leave SEC you, you out of it. Leave, you can't leave you can't leave Alabama out, but you can't leave Texas out when they beat Alabama. So and, this is the perfect scenario, possibly for a for a, a, an eight or a twelve team playoff. 
This is it. This is the year. That's going to be chaotic. But that's all it comes down to whether or not Washington, uh, Michigan, and Florida State win. But even still, I mean, even if, like, even still, it's just one of them years. It's weird. Where most of the time it comes out in the wash. But this year, I don't think there's four clear cut teams that are better than everybody else. I, I think there's a chance if it comes down to Michigan, Washington, Florida State, a one loss Texas, and a one loss Alabama. I think a team like Florida State might not make it undefeated. Especially without their, they don't have their quarterback. I mean, yeah, that's the that, and, and that's not their fault. I mean, they they're going to get screwed in it. But but if you're going to leave if you're going to leave a one loss team out, it have to be Alabama. They won't do it. I, I, I'm I, know, I don't think they will. But it, I know neither one of them looked very freaking good Saturday. I mean, who the yeah. Georgia Tech almost beat Georgia. Oh yeah, and they're the, within a score of them. Bam almost and lost. Bam should have lost the Auburn game. Yeah, should have. Right. Did you see the the face mask call in that, that, yeah, get called in that game? They, what they call a block in the back? Yeah, they called a block in the back on Auburn, but the Alabama player ripped. But the, the block in the back caused the face mask. So is it like? No, it is didn't. it still a face mask? <laughs> yeah, it's a face mask. <laughs> he almost ripped his head off. No, it was, it was terrible. It was it was egregious. I can and I you know it's funny we sat here and complained about the Big Twelve refs, and I was like, ah, we're just going to the <laughs> we're SEC. We're about to walk into that. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to walk into that where Bama gets the calls. That ain't no different than Texas always getting them all these years. That's why Texas is so butthurt over this whole thing. As, as long as they don't throw a stupid flag every time it falls in the air for pass interference. Okay, or true. when people get egregiously drugged to the ground, they actually do throw the flag. That's all I care about. So, Jeff Levy has taken the uh, head coaching job at Mississippi State, which leaves OU now without an offensive coordinator. Uh First question I have for you guys is, does that affect the Jackson-Arnold? No. Do you think that no, affects him at all? I don't think so. I, I don't think so either. I mean, it's a question that's out there, and you have to ask it because, I mean, obviously. I mean, do you, do you trust Oklahoma and Brent Vittables to hire a, a good offensive coordinator, or do you trust Jeff Levy to go turn around the well, Michigan or the Mississippi State program well, you know i mean that, not only that but you're gonna have to hire he's gonna have to hire an offensive coordinator yeah. too to go into a, a whole new staff it, it's yeah no i mean i think he's staying at ou i mean i i've heard reports now originally they were like not much of the staff was going to go with him like none possibly and i thought for sure joe john finley was a guarantee to leave i and think he may it's leave. I mean, he's the only if one. He, if he doesn't get the co-offensive coordinator position or whatever they're talking, and they're about. talking like he may get that. Like he said, some bitch can't even cut, coach freaking tight ends yet. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Wait, look, me and Dad were talking about it during the game oh, the other day. Austin good. Stogner, man, was oh, laying, laying some wood during that, that game, dude. He Just laying that, wood. That, that one play they singled out about him, where he he touched the guy that was oh he's. All up in that in guy's way. Touched him in the back, to be honest with you. Could have been a block in the back right there. There was several plays, several, plays, several plays that he was blocking, and we were like, that's yeah. a pretty good block. That one run play, and he opened the hole up for that running back on scored a touchdown. Yes. I, I don't he think he really, good. he really okay, did. He, he looked good in one game out of He's just 12. now finding himself. No, he's not. Last game of no, his senior not. season, he was just I'll now finding this. it. We, we can give it up to Joe John. If anybody's improved throughout this year, like nope. taking steps nope. forward Stockner. every week. Nope. It's, it's nope. been stopped. No, it has not. not. No, it has not. 
Nope. I can find video evidence to prove you wrong there. Hey, I can tell you this. One thing that you can hang your hat on, because I was on the Twitters uh, all afternoon, or X, whatever you want to call it now. Uh, Do you say that every podcast? What? Twitter or uh, whatever you want to call it now, X? I think I've heard that every podcast. No, I, I say that on the broadcast for oh, okay. OSN. That's I just know you, I've heard that a few times. Yeah, you've heard it a bunch. But anyway, the Devon Mitchell, the number one tight end in the country, has come out today and said, I'm 100% still committed to the University of Oklahoma. Kind of like that's, that's good news. So, yeah, he's and the other one that you got to wonder about is Tatum. Which I don't expect DeMarco Murray to go anywhere because, I mean, he's fantastic. Probably one of the best running back coaches in the country. I mean, you can tell. You can tell. If, if anybody's gotten better this year, it's that running back room. They were well, obviously yeah, they were garbage the first four or five games back. of the season. Well, I mean. They had a lot of room to improve. Well, I mean, that, that's not his fault that those guys came into camp Cody, not ready to go. You're not you ready to so go. Yeah, DeMarco it's his fault that he didn't have him ready to go. Marco Murray. Look, you guys can throw Demar. I was a. I'm a Demarco I'm Murray fan DeMarco. from the day. I know you are, and it's showing right now. <laughs> I know, and he's done a fantastic job. Got if the number one running back coming DeMarco in. Demarco Murray, you would be standing there screaming, "Fire him! Fire him!" Number one and number nine running backs coming in. No, the guy we need to fire and even consider about it. The only one that's on the staff, and I said it. And and I hate saying it because I think I think he's decent. Is Bill? I mean, Bill Bill is just not recruiting real well right now. Not doing a great job. We lost out on the bricks kid. He's got a he's got a he's gonna have a number one or a first round draft pick coming out. That come on now, Tyler Gotten was terrible. He's a first, he's gonna be a first rounder. He's I'm telling you. Can anybody? I mean, yeah, he's gonna be a first rounder by by just intangibles. Terrible like he, in that game. No, he's terrible. He didn't play this game. I'm just hadn't saying. Played, hadn't played the last two hadn't games. played two saying. weeks. I get that. I'm just saying. Sexton started rounder. over him. He's, he's, I just don't know what to think about. I mean, that's a, I know our run blocking doesn't seem to be great, but my goodness, they've kept Gabriel clean, clean this year. Oh, Pass blocking, they've been phenomenal. The, part of our run blocking has been Austin Stogner. Oh, I'm not. Our, I'm not arguing that. Part of our run blocking has been, been terrible. And when Lebby finally started doing the counter play, the guard tackle counter, yeah, the GT counter, we yeah. Started, sure hell, yeah, sure hell, we started moving the yeah. ball. Yeah, right. I kind of wondered too if Beatenboat didn't go in there and say, "Can we not just, you know, instead of these just zone blocking, zone, zone, like, yeah, zone, get zone, zone blocking, yeah. that, can we not just like?" Pull some guys around the end and go hit somebody. Yeah, and, and uh, I yeah. have I have no insider information, so that very well could have happened. We'll just go with it. Yeah, that's you what. Don't happened. take insider information. To so see we'll keep Bill. Though. We're going to keep him for another yeah. year. Let him have a chance. I don't think anybody will go with Levy. If it does, it may be someone. I don't think I've, any of the position heard, coaches go with him. I've heard it. Some of the like the only ones that will possibly go are Analyst. some of like the the analysts. Yeah, positions, but. Who do you take? I mean, maybe Wells or Latrell. I mean, right I now, right Latrell now it's Latrell. Your offensive coordinator. Well, it, what about is 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 Lebby going to hire an offensive coordinator out there? You think, or is he going to call the place? No, he's going to hire one. 
I mean, he'll hire an offensive coordinator. He may call the plays. He'll call the plays, but he'll hire offensive. You think Joe John will go with him? I don't think he'll call the plays. I I think he I think it will be his offense that he ha- helps install. But I I think honestly, I think Matt Wells or Seth Latrell, and I think it's more along the lines probably Matt Wells because Latrell, like Dad alluded to, pops did, is the fact that Latrell is probably going to be the interim offensive coordinator, and he's probably right now the front runner for the job uh, I don't think he'll quite possibly get it I, because I think we need to interview some outside guys well part of the deal is, is this you got to remember there's there's a lot of people going to be looking for offensive coordinators right now but the guy that's hot right now in, in Oklahoma is probably the best offensive coordinator job out there I mean if you really want to go with it uh, the guy from Liberty. I mean, he's a big, he's a big want for everybody. The Liberty offensive coordinator got like one of the top five offenses in the country. I mean, they've been really good. Uh, you're going to look at obviously Latrell will be in the running for it. Who's the Who's the coach at Tulane? They've had a pretty good program the last few years and seem to be yeah. headed in the right direction. You think somebody would pick him up? I mean. But I mean, you've got to when you when you, you think do, there's any chance Matt Wells would be the offensive coordinator here, at Oklahoma. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's on the list. I mean, he's like number two. He is right on now. the list. Yeah. Who, well, yeah. What what is what is the list? If you got a list, I want to hear. Him. He has no. I list. can't. I can't. He look, has no insider information. I there was. I, I'm but, but, just but, looking but, on their list. Like they they threw out a list today on on three, uh, on the Sooner Scoop. Side. Yeah, it was Seth the Trail, okay. Matt Wells, Joe John Finley, and. No, that's the interim list. Okay. They're talking about like the full-time list, like the guys they may hire were Latrell, Matt Wells, the guy from Liberty. Mm. Uh the there's a offensive Everybody throw the Wake Forest guy for uh, was uh, was Lincoln on the list? No. <laughs> uh, what about uh what about Garrett Riley? <laughs> I mean, you they didn't Kendall throw Kendall Browse. Yeah, Kendall Brawls. There you go. They didn't throw out any names that were like currently already like they threw out like the low level guys like your liberties and stuff like that. Well, they the didn't throw any of those. Of the hot offensive coordinators all just got hired recently. What, yeah. what happened to the guy from Colorado? Who let's was that? be honest. I mean, other than well, first off, let's throw it out there. If you walked up and said knocked on the door at Clemson and said, "Hey, Garrett Riley, you want to come be our offensive coordinator?" You think he'd say no? Maybe not a snowball's chance in heck right now. The reason being is because Dabo's on the hot seat, and he loses. Dabo loses his job in the next year or two. I think yeah, Dabo because Clemson gets, fans are insane if they if they fire Dabo Sweeney and they they're insane. I mean, they're. I just think a lot of I just think a lot of those guys are like in their first or second year. The buyouts on those aren't going to be that attractive, and then and I think OU too. You know this about OU, man. They're going to go for a culture guy. They're going to go for a guy who runs a similar offense that Levy runs, and they're going to go to a guy that has Texas connections for recruiting. And well, the, I think that's the uh, other name is Seth Latrell, ain't it? I mean, it's probably going to be Latrell. Let's be honest. That's who it's probably going to come down to. Head coach at North Texas. Um, obviously had a hand in. They weren't bad when he was there, right? They were, they were crap before he was there. They were, they, were, they, crap, crap. they finished. I think his record there was like twenty three and twenty three or something like that, or forty four and forty four. They were five hundred. Yeah. But, but they were, 
I mean, they were but, like. I mean, if you went from junk to 500, that's oh, not and bad. 30 before him, right? Yeah, but I mean, you're talking North Texas too. Yeah, I, know. Uh, I mean, it, it. I think a school like that. I think the guy right now that nobody's given a chance that I thought A and M might go after was the trailer guy at uh, University of Texas San Antonio. Obviously, a young guy that's up and coming. Uh, he could be a good one. I don't. I mean, like a good head coach. He's not going to leave and be an offensive coordinator or anywhere or anything like that. But there are some guys out there that you look at and just go. I mean, Oklahoma is Oklahoma. They could go out and tap somebody on the shoulder and say uh, the other guy that they had on the list was the offensive coordinator at Colorado. Yeah, that's what I was. What I said earlier. Yeah. What was his name? Ah, oh, I can't remember it. But he, got, I mean, he got fired though. So, but I mean, obviously they weren't any good after him. So. Well, that was a dumpster fire out there. Well, they, you fired him. Surprise, why'd, surprise. Why'd you fire him? Why'd you, why didn't you fire the defensive guy that couldn't? The head coach. Yeah, the head coach, defensive coordinator. I mean, you're you're firing guy that everybody was bragging saying they went they won four games this year after going. Yeah, that's, that was an improvement from Col- for Colorado. But, but I, did you see the uh, Blinken Riley guy that does all the the stats? It's like there's been like 80 teams or something like that that have won one game and the next year the odd you know like 74 percent of them win four or more i mean so the it's, odds of being bad two years in a row are, yeah, just are really slim mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i mean it, it's not like a you you went from one one win to four and i think one of those wins like the tcu game is you caught tcu just decimated yeah, I think and they played DCU at the end of the season. They don't win that game. No, they just kind of took them by surprise. I think. Yeah, there's no, there was no film on them. I mean, no, there wasn't. Yeah. Uh, are you happy with Levy leaving? I mean, I, I know a lot of people just are just elated. It's, it's hard to say happy. You know, th- let me let me just sum this up. Levy to me is just like Gabriel. One week, I'm tickled to death. They're, they're gold. They're doing everything right. The next week, I'm wanting them gone. Get out of here. You're, you're terrible. They're so inconsistent, both of them. I hope he leaves, and I hope he takes Dylan Gabriel with him. <laughs> Regardless, if they both were spectacular this last game. Last game. Applying for jobs. But I look back at some of the games we were in that shouldn't have been well, games because of Dylan Gabriel and I don't Levin. know that. I, I don't believe that about Gabriel this year. I don't I, think Gabriel cost us or would have cost us, came close to costing us any games this year. I don't think he cost Levy, us a game. Levy cost us two games. Some by a lot more if he haven't overthrew them or underthrew them. I think you're thinking of last year. No, I'm thinking this year. I, Levy cost us two games this year. And and he was very inconsistent. As far as the Dylan Gabriel thing goes, I I honestly I have I have a hard time having anything but great affection for the guy. And the reason being is this. Dylan Gabriel decides and says no to Oklahoma and goes to UCLA. This is a dumpster fire last year. It's a dumpster fire this year. I agree with you. Uh, maybe not as much of a dumpster fire we this year somebody, because we'd have found somebody else. Because Jackson got, Arnold comes in this year, maybe or somebody last year. But would you have though? I mean, you're, no probably, guarantees in it. You may no have guarantees, but you. But 
I look at it. You wouldn't go play with Davis Bevel. No. You couldn't. You wouldn't have. Dylan Gabriel bailed Oklahoma out. Essentially, that's what he did. He yeah. bailed us out. He I'm was not, he was competent. He did. He was good this year. I thought he was phenomenal. He was good this year. He was good at times this He was year. good this year. He wasn't good all the time. No, he misses. I mean, he's going to miss balls. Well, every quarterback does. I mean, every quarterback. Every quarterback is going to throw an interception, have a have a bad quarter, have a bad half, have a bad game. This is a, he's but a, I think he's been It's not his interceptions that that bother me. It's, you know, I got a guy down here, he's wide open and I throw the ball and it's 12 feet over the top of his head. I'm like That didn't happen that much this year though. It did. That didn't happen that much. It did. I paid attention to it. I'm telling you. <laughs> there Sometimes. are games we could have smoked them. We won the games. Don't get me wrong. He did enough to win. But there are games out there we could have hung a half a hundred on him if he had hit three or four passes that were wide open. I, I think well, Dylan- there, there's games. There's games, too, though, like the Texas game where he drags it down the field and he he's under all kinds of duress and stands in the and pocket he, like, yeah. a, like a statue and throws a dime to Nick Anderson. And you're just like, yes, I, I, I'll I love take him. It, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. He's better. Then, he's a better quarterback than Spencer Rattler was. Yes, and then the it, next it, game, he does something, and I'm like, "Get him out of here." He's been a better quarterback than than Caleb Williams has been this year, hands it's down. Oddity, it's it's the oddity of this team. I want where the, you have the, a, where you have a legitimate on paper top five offense, and and on paper a Heisman quarterback, and yet the offense. Lost us both of our games this season. I think that falls on the offensive coordinator. Yeah, I think it, those it were two is, crappy it's, it's game weird. plans. It, but it's, isn't that weird though? Where we're looking at the oh, it's weird. we're looking at the we're looking at the season and going like our defense we're kind of excited about and uh, what are we eightieth? You know, yeah, we we got a top eighty. I mean, defense. I think it shows <laughs> but, at times but, that your your offense was when it was good. It was really really good. It was really right. really good Saturday or Friday. When it was bad, yeah. it was bad. If we we needed an offense that could score consistently thirty points, not one that could score seventy and one that scores thirteen. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. the that's the problem. If we'd had an offense that could put up twenty eight points every game, we probably would have won. I think I think that's you know, the product. Every game. I think that's the product. Well, put, tw- put twenty eight points up in the first half is the deal. Not hang around and then let the other team hang around and then you know go down and score well, the, saying, the, the final the final at, drive, we, score and win the game. Our offense, our offense scores twenty eight against Oklahoma State. We win. Our offense would have scored twenty eight against Kansas and not given up the pick six. Mm-hmm. We win. And that's just and that's the thing. The but you also have to take the, the other the side of that. The offense just didn't play well when we needed, it, and that's you, kind of frustrating. You also have to take the flip and, side of that too, though, where twenty eight wasn't doing it for you this last Saturday either. Just wasn't going to happen. Right. I mean, this, this was, was the one game. This was the one game where. They bailed them out. Yeah, we really need that. We need the offense, and in the Texas game, we needed to score more than twenty-eight. But, but um, I mean, all in all honesty, the offense bailed them out this week. That's about the only time this year that it's happened. Whereas in years yeah. past, we watched it week after week after week after week. The offense had to bail out the defense. Um, yeah, I think it, for me, part of that is, is that's why I'm kind of astonished. You know, Zach Selman's the AD now at. Mississippi State. That's the tie that gets Levy Selman, out there. Selman's boy, he, Zach. Yeah. Yeah, one of them. I don't know which one, but one of them. Yeah. Yeah. He he's he was the uh, he was the like the assistant AD here at 
OU when they hired Jeff Lebby. So he, he's got familiarity with him. He became the athletic director out there. Everybody and their dog. I mean, if you don't know this, it's pretty well known. But Zach Selman will be the replacement as long as he doesn't tank. Castiglione? For, for Joe. Uh, and that's kind of what they've been grooming him for. That's why he's at Mississippi State now. I think Joe kind if of – If his name's Selman, I'll take him. I think that's why Joe sent him out there. He's highly regarded. Oh, he is. Yeah. He's he's very highly regarded, highly coveted uh, athletic director. This is his first real hire. He's going with Jeff Lebby. I, I, I have some reservations for him on it, and the reason being is because of the offense this year. I think Jeff is still – I think he was still kind of a young offensive coordinator that was still learning to call plays. And I think that's really what caught him up. I think at times – I think he overthought things. He yeah, went into Kansas he thinking, flustered. hey, we're going we're gonna, to you know, run the ball because it's going to be cold, it's going to be rainy, we're not going to let him throw it a bunch. And that was just not, not yeah, the thing to do. I, I, I think I mean. he went in there with, with that mindset. I think, this la- I think the last two weeks, when you look at it, you know, especially that West Virginia game, I think he looked at it and I, I applaud him for it. He looked at it and said, they can't cover us deep. Yeah. And he didn't stop. Like, it was constant. Like, it was, oh, first down, I'm going to sling it down the field. Second down, let's sling it down the field. And to be honest with you, it worked out really well. Yes, it did. I, I don't know that that would be the game plan I would have thought you'd have when going into it, but it was the one he took into it, and it worked really well. I've always I think said he that. had moments. I've always said that. Ooh. If you got a play that works, stick with it until they stop it. And I think I think at moments he had times where he he called really great games. Texas being one of them. Yes. Probably his best game he called at OU. Um, I kind of hate to see him go, but then again I don't. I'm I'm in the same boat. I mean, I'm not distraught. Do I think OU'll be better without him. I don't know. I'm not distraught. I think the problem for me, had he left next season. I wouldn't have had a problem with it. It would be it would be better, yes. I, I think the problem for me is a couple things. One is I, I I did not want any turmoil when we walked into the SEC. I think it's it presents its own set of problems that you don't want to have to right. you're gonna have to deal with. I didn't want to have any extras. Uh the other thing I have a problem with on it is you have this freshman who has sat behind, learned this offense. That was the point was to give him a, a season. And that's why Brent has been ushering out Dylan Gabriel, almost pushing him out of the door, saying, that, you know, he's not coming back, he ain't coming back, he ain't coming back. And, and the reason being is because we wanted a year for him to see your leadership, which Dylan did great. Uh, we wanted to see him how you prepare. I think Dylan does a good job of that. All of that stuff, he's going to learn that from you, and then we're going to give him the reins of this thing. Now you want me to shake you to the core? What's that? We're going to base every offensive coordinator from now on on Lincoln Riley. And he was one of the best and far and few between. And I hate to admit that. I'm not talking about a head coach here. Oh, he was a great offensive coordinator. He was yeah, a great was. offensive well, coordinator. and But he's not the only good offensive coordinator no, Oklahoma's had. No, Mike Leach was good, but then – well, I mean, they showed the list the other day. Every offensive coordinator that we've had since Bob Stoops has been here has become a head coach somewhere. Yes. Well, is that something? Hey, something to, to throw out there. Just think about this. I I figured it. out. I learned it today. I didn't think about it beforehand. I knew it, but I guess I didn't think about it. How many coordinators did 
uh, Lincoln Riley or coaches that Lincoln Riley have leave to go take head coaching positions anywhere? None. He didn't have any. It, it, that's a test. His defense sucked, and he well, was offensive coordinator. I mean, well, but also think about you would other think coaches. That, yeah, you would think that like other those... coaches would go and be coordinators and right. things like that. He didn't have that. Like it, that's a testament to what Brent's already doing. Is Any chance that, you bring Kel Gundy back? Will he ever be back in football? I honestly, I think he should. I, I don't know. I don't know that OU. He's probably have more fun on the radio and everything else he's doing. I don't know that OU can do it, but I. I Honestly, he's one of the names that, like, people, not probably, yeah, the, not big-time people, not OU. Public that's one of the public has thrown out there and said, that's a guy that he's he can do it. He's done it. He did it during the, the bowl game against Oregon. I, I, he's capable. We know that. He knows. There, if anybody knows OU better than anybody else, it was him. Yeah, yeah, he was, it was the biggest loss going into that season. I think he's, I think he's good for a win. Maybe two. I think that that whole season there uh, really comes down to the fact that some of that comes down to just losing Kale because somebody said it. You need to know where it's at. Oh, where's this? Where's that? Kale knows. It yeah. was the guy that he had been here so long. He was the one tying factor between every group that had come. You know. Yeah, between Bob Lincoln and, and Brent. I mean, he was here with Brent. Well, he was here with Bob. Before that. Wasn't he here with Blake, though? Yeah. He was here with Blake. Been here ever since he left. After he left being a quarterback at OU. He become a, he like a graduate a assistant. graduate assistant, and he become a position coach. He's been here his whole life. Yeah, I mean, he was the guy that tied all of it together. and so, I mean, Brent, if Brent let him go, there's no way he's bringing him back. He can't. No, I mean, just, I mean, the way the culture works today and the way. Unless he truly, media. unless he truly, truly stepped down. Yeah, if he if he stepped down of his own accord, now that's different. And says, "Hey, you know, I've I've been out a, a couple of years now. Can I come back?" And you know, I I think if I listen, if Kel Gundy walked, good, what he did, that's I I, I don't even start. Be on a that. good lesson on forgiveness, wouldn't it? Would be. Well, I think. Well, if, I mean, listen, if Kel Gundy walks into Joe Castiglione's office tomorrow, he has to stop and listen. Even if he comes in and says, "Hey, I I hear you're in a bind," and you're going to need at least a position coach or an analyst if Seth Luttrell takes the job. I mean, that's isn't that the best spot for him? Yes. Like, put Seth Lutt- if Seth Luttrell gets the offensive coordinator job, put him yeah. as an analyst. It's not like the cameras can zoom in on him during the game and day. Seth, listen well, to this analyst. Yeah, here's the guy that's going to help you get this going. And do I mean, what he tells you to do. I just it's one of those things that you have to. I'm I. I'm 100% for it. I know. I don't think he should have been out of football anyway. He should have. I don't either. I don't, either. I don't want to get into that, but I agree. I think, but that's cancel culture. That's uh. cancel culture. That's a bunch of whiny little liberal peckerheads. Excuse me. <laughs> Beep that, would you? Bleep. Bleep, bleep. All right, anyways, where were we at? So, Levy, he's gone. Obviously, I, I've got, I'm a mixed bag on it. I'm. I hate to see him go at the timing. I just I, I don't I don't disagree though uh, with you guys. I think I think he cost us two games. I think he called two poor games. Um, I think he called if some it great for games. Would been undefeated with the top forty defense. No, if if yeah, going I don't in know if, if we I, beat Texas without him going in the SEC, if you tell me we lose two games and they're both because of Jeff Levy and that's all we lose, I'd be like, yeah, we'll ride with that. Let's go. 
Right. You know, then rather than taking a new guy and who knows, you know, we may drop five games next year. Who knows? Uh, but I would say, like, if – we might get one of these offensive geniuses. Like yeah, we may get the next knows, Lincoln Riley. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, yeah, who knows? But uh, so if we had to pick a, if you had to pick a, a bowl game opponent, who would you, who would you want to play? Who would I want to play? Yeah, who, who, who do you want to play in the Bama. bowl? I want Bama. You want Bama? Shane, you want Bama too? Yeah. Give me Bama. I, I'm I'm 100 for that. One, it's. It's two blue bloods. Just that'd be fun. It, it would be fun. It would be nuts. It, you let me tell you a little. And the other thing is, it's a it's Bama a gauge. You mean you don't want a little secret here? I promise you, Bama don't want. I don't us. think. I don't think Bama. No. When, Bama, when you won like Bama won, they ain't Bama ain't afraid of anybody. I guarantee you. I know they ain't, but it's 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 like us. Play, it's like us when we played BYU this year. I'm like, are we a better team? Yes. We got better players and everything, but they scare me to death because we have a hard time beating BYU. Bama's the same way about us. We got better players in Oklahoma, but you know what? We're three and three with Oklahoma right now. I think the Bama. I think I would want Missouri. And every time we played them, (laughs) every time we played Oklahoma, we have been ranked higher. We were picked to win every game, and Oklahoma has won three out of six. We well, time out. Say that again. Oklahoma has always been the underdog to Alabama. Uh, always been the underdog. Okay, I thought you said. I thought it was the other way. You said. Yeah. No, no I, I think one of the things that even back in what two thousand was that? No, it was a uh, two thousand. What was that year? We played two thousand one. Two thousand three. Three. Two thousand. We were the underdog in that year. Yes. What? Yeah. There was a home and away. It was two thousand two and three. There's no way we were underdogs. No, they were no, they were no, not we good back then. They were bad. They they weren't bad, but they weren't they weren't like they weren't great. Yeah, they might have not. It was post Franchione. We were, we were pretty high. When yeah, we were we were, you know, I mean, we're slow. Totally was it Franchione or Slocum but, uh, that I would left say this, there? Though, doesn't mean anything anymore. Like, does it a gauge? I don't know. I mean, it would be fun because it's OU Alabama, but we don't know. Well, half their players are going to set who, out and go to. Who, who's going to be playing that game? Who's going to be calling that game as the offensive coordinator? Who's yeah. going to be anything? We don't I, know. I like. And, the, and I think it's a fun matchup. I do. I, I like it the, is, but more than ever, the bowl games just don't mean anything. I like it. That's why. That's why you need to go to a twelve-team playoff. I like you the you have bowl games. Bowl games. That, at least you've got you know eight bowl games that mean something. Then they're Six. going to. Yeah, they're they're going to go to a twelve next year, isn't it? Yeah, it's going twelve-team next year. Yeah. I, I think for me, I think part of it, the playing the uh, the Bama game i think part of that is one it's the it's so beneficial in your recruiting and just whole narrative wise because if you go out there even if you don't win but you play them close and give them all they want on a neutral site everybody's everybody coming in is going to have like dad said bam is going to be favored and probably highly probably a two score favorite coming into that game and if you go out there and play them Within a one-score game, or even beat them, all on Texas. Everybody and their dogs got to be like, okay, this is a Oklahoma team that's coming to the SEC, and here they are. They just beat a Bama team that was right there. Everybody thinks going in here has a shot right now. I'm gonna tell you what, guys. In 2014, 
when we beat Bama in the Sugar Bowl, changed, changed Nick Saban. I did. He looked at us and he thought they're they haven't got near as big a guys as we got. They don't have the talent. We well, yeah, got. he started putting an emphasis on offense then. Yes, and they come out here with this little fancy offense to running. My big five-star defensive linemen are inert in this game. Yeah, because you've got guys like Stryker coming off yeah. the edge who are just and small and fast. They're killing me. So he goes out and he hires, what's his name? It's that old Miss now. Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. Lane, I need Lane. I need to get an offense like Oklahoma's got. And he it changes basically his outlook that call it and I'll give this to Nick. Nick knows when this old hard nose line up and drive the ball down the field ain't working no more. I got it. Yeah, change. he knows he knows how to, to adjust with the times yes. or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's he's never been one to just stay with what he's had. No. He's well, not afraid to change a little bit. I will bit. say, he, they, they could have won that ball game had they just handed the ball to Derrick Henry more than oh, oh, T.J. Yeldon. Oh, yeah. Every, Every time, time he touched the ball, it's he's a touchdown. Yes. yes. But I, I, I thank goodness he out, didn't. And they'd put in uh, – T.J. Yeldon. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, Yeldon was a heck but of he, a he was But he was a senior, and, and Derrick Henry was a freshman. Yeah. I mean, Derrick Henry was running all over us. He was a – oh, he was a beast. He was a, he was a man. But – he at, was a hoss. At the end of the day, that game there, yeah. It, what was funny leading up to that game, when you go back to it and remember all the SEC speed, SEC speed, and then Oklahoma comes out there and shows them what real speed is. Like, yeah. we're fast. We're fast at our our like you know specialty positions, like your running backs. And, we're fast on the defensive. Line. Our defensive line's way faster than your offensive. There's lineman. something happened in that game. I got to bring this out. I got to do this. Charles Tapper. Here we go. Yes, Tapper. When they threw the ball, what was their wide receiver's name in that little that little screen? Was it not a screen? It wasn't Judy, little, was it? It was no, uh, no, it was no. before him. It was uh, Jarbo. No, they threw the ball out to him. He's headed down the sidelines. He runs past Eric Stryker. He runs past Coven, and he's running for a touchdown. And out of nowhere. Out of nowhere comes Charles Tapper and runs him down like a cheetah and tackles him before the end zone. A lineman, 290-pound lineman. What's those, Amari Cooper, maybe? No. It wasn't Amari Cooper? Yes, it was, too. It was Amari, Amari Cooper. Cooper. Yep. It, was, yes. it, it was some way around that. Yes. I can't remember yeah. if it was him or yes. somebody like that. Anyway, um, obviously, that's all going on this week. Uh Conference championship games, we're not in one. We just get to hate watch everybody this week. I hope they all uh, lose, all of them. I mean, it, we can, we can, we're we going to kind of pick at them. I'm not going to go over what we picked last time just because I didn't flip back to my deal. I didn't take the time to do that today. I was I was moving somebody. I, I was really good last week. I'm sure you were. Yeah, yeah you were. <laughs> uh, first conference championship game, the SEC conference championship. It's Bama versus Georgia. Uh, Georgia's favored in that one. Uh, by five, Georgia. Yeah, I'm, I'm not betting against Georgia anymore. Georgia. Oh, I hate that. I'm gonna go with Bama. I think I think Bama upsets them. You were always different as one of my sons. 
I, I just Caleb think and, I think Caleb and Shane are pretty straight laced. Not only do I think the wild child. Look, I, I think the deal is is you look at that game. That's the one there that I look at and go, out of all these games. Georgia, Georgia really hasn't played anybody but Missouri. Missouri's good. Missouri's are they good? better than what they have been, yes. Yeah. I mean, Mr. they're Burns better, but good. are they good? They're good. Oh, can you imagine if we got him? Why don't we pony up the dough for him? I mean, Missouri's claim to fame right now, their best win, best win, Kansas State. I mean, is that? I mean, it's a good win, but it's not great. So, anyway. It would be got, cool if all four undefeated teams lost, too. How cool would, be, would that be? That would be awesome. You'd end up with yeah. with nine one-loss teams. It would be awesome. Uh, we got Michigan. Uh, they got favored by 23 over Iowa. Yeah, I'll go with Michigan I, on that. I'm going to pick Iowa to cover. I, I think I'm going with Shane. favored by how much? 23. 23. <laughs> in a they're gonna they're gonna do it, bud. That's why you don't have divisions anymore in the Big they Twelve, right there. Monkey stomp them. Yeah. I'm gonna go Iowa. I, I like that. They they they're different, but they have their own way of like I couldn't I couldn't be an Iowa fan. God, it must be miserable. Well, I mean, they're, Iowa football. Y'all are judging it like Iowa made it to the championship. No, but Iowa doesn't like they don't no, no, give no, up no, a no. lot of points. They don't. They don't. They don't give up any points. And the other thing you got to slow the game down. They don't give up a lot of points. Yeah, I know they won't. And their it'll offensive be, coordinator's already fired be because he didn't score enough points. In Michigan. It'll be twenty-five to six probably. I'll probably get a couple field goals in there. I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go down. I'm, I'm really worried about my Iowa pick, but I'm going to go with it. <laughs> they probably haven't taken the time to go scout Iowa. They haven't went and stole their signs yet. So here, here's a kicker on this one. Uh, you got Washington versus Oregon. Oregon is favored in this game really? by nine and a half. Really? I'm going with Washington. Yeah, I'm going with Washington. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. You know you want Washington. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know that they'll win it, but I think they can cover at the very least. I mean, you're talking a field goal yeah, there. Yeah. I, nine and a half is what you said? Nine and a half. I got yeah, Washington. I got Oregon in that game. Oh, I think or, Oregon may win. Or, or no, I got Oregon covering. I Oregon should have beat them way bad. Oh, did y'all watch that first game? Dan Lanning, like he's the reason they lost he's, that game, yeah. like completely. And they should have won by. They probably could have won by two I touchdowns. I don't hate Dan. I, I kind of like that in a coach. I like a coach that doesn't ever. Yeah, he's fiery. Don't, I mean, there's no punt. Let's just go for it. The heck with it! But like fourth and twenty, let's go for it. It wasn't about the just the punt situations. It was like, what the heck are you doing here? Like, take the three. Like, you're yeah, no, 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 no. screw up. No, we ain't got a kicker that kick a field goal. Yeah, he might let's go for it. So anyway, I got I got Oregon in that one. I'm the only one. Uh, Big Twelve. Uh, you got Texas minus fourteen Texas. over Oaky Light. Texas. Texas. Minus, minus fourteen. Those tough. No, I'll I, take, I, I'm going to go Oklahoma State. I think I'll take Texas, though. No, put me down. No, Texas. Texas. I'm going I Texas. I hope Texas freaking beats them by a million. All right, here's the thing. I think even if Texas gets up by 21 or 28, we've seen this time and time again with Oklahoma State. They just they just hang around hang around. Just hanging around. I, unless you watch I the UCF I, game. I think they yeah, – unless you watch that game. I think they'll uh, – I think they'll play. They were one team that plays to the level of their opponent. I will give them that. Mm-hmm. Nah, put me down for Texas. 
That's going to be a tough game to watch. It's hard to watch. I, I will not watch I mean, it. Some, one of those teams has got to win, and I hate watching either one of them win. Yeah, that's one of them ones you wish they could both lose. Uh, yeah. Got two more to pick. Uh, ACC, we got Florida State minus three and a half versus Louisville. That's a tough one, man. I, Louisville's I, what's the, what's good the line ball. again on that? Minus three and a half for Florida State. I'll go with Florida State. Uh, I'm the, going Louisville on this one. But the deal is, is Louisville just lost this week. So did they? I know, but they yeah. lost to Kentucky. They should have won. I didn't get to watch any football this week. That's, I mean, that's an in-state rivalry. That's hard to. Who are you going? That's hard to judge. Pops, Florida State. Pops is going Florida State. I'll take Florida State too. I mean, they should they should beat Louisville. I'm going Louisville with or without their quarterback. Shane, did you say Louisville too? I said Louisville. Yeah. I I think that one's one that can mess up Caleb's scenario, the the good scenario that he threw out there of just, like, pure pandemonium. Uh, that's that's I one think, of two scenarios. I either want all the undefeateds to lose yeah, I, the, or I want all yeah. of them to win like, and Bama to I win. think that's the one that could mess yeah. up the undefeateds, like all the undefeated winning and then Bama upsetting Georgia. I think that's the one game that could, could really do it because I just – I think I – think, Florida State may be in a little bit of trouble. Y'all just really want turmoil. I do. I, I love turmoil at the end of the season. Yeah. I, I yeah. absolutely that listen. Commit, if, uh, as long as OU's not involved that's in problems. the turmoil, that's, give me the turmoil. Is that not where everybody gets? I mean, because I'm like, I wish everybody could lose every game and just let's see how this thing shakes out because it's to me it's one of those, I think Caleb's scenario of all the undefeated to losing satisfies me more than anything else. That would just be awesome. It would just be fantastic. I mean, that's there's no better argument for a for a playoff if that's the case. And y'all are gonna be mad at me on this one, uh, but I I decided to pick it since we had uh, one of them was our opponent and the other one is a possible opponent if we hit a New Year's Six Bowl. You got the AAC, the American Athletic Conference. I was actually at their uh, media days because oh I'm staying at the hotel there. Uh, but Tulane uh, minus four over SMU. Tulane. Tulane. Yeah, I take Tulane on that one too. I'm going with SMU. Shane, Pops, Caleb, all Tulane. Wrong. I'll take SMU, and I will be right. Tulane's favored by four in that. You don't oh, think yeah. SMU beats them? No. Tulane's lost. Okay. I think to Michigan or to no, it was to uh, Missouri. Okay. Anyway. All right. Uh, last thing I have on my list, Pops, pastime pick him. I, I tossed a weird thing out there to him and told him, give me a punt returner. Since our uh, punt returner for OU can't catch the stinking ball, I'd like to think about one that can. Who do you think it is? It's got to be Antonio, Antoine, per- Antonio, Antonio Perkins. Antonio Perkins. Antonio Perkins. Lot in Oklahoma, Perkins. baby. Antonio. Three punt returns in one game. Who are some other ones that we've had that were been any good? You know – Antonio per- Perkins make you forget yeah, about everybody. Forget about everybody, won't you? Well, yeah, you know, uh, they let – was it Didi? Did Didi return them there for a little while that did really so. well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, Didi Westbrook. Uh, I, I thought – oh, uh, Broyles, Ryan Broyles. Ryan Broyles was good at he it. He did a really good job at it. I, I thought, you know, and like nobody, nobody Antonio Perkins. Perkins was one of those guys that – and this is the problem I have. You know who I would have had returning punts? Billy Bowman. 
Yeah. He's yeah, been pretty, know, it's been pretty good on uh, interception returns. Obviously, when you he return can, three interceptions, you probably should get a shot. Yeah. Obviously, no when you see the field like he does, he sees it well. Because yes. the, the interception this week where he takes it to the sideline and reverses. And then it's like he gets grabbed by his sleeve. And he said, the one time I wore sleeves, that was his comment. And he gets a hold of it. He knew. He's like, he even said, if he doesn't get a hold of my sleeve, I'm going down that sideline and I'm scoring. And the guy grabbed his sleeve. He reverses field, goes the other way. It's, I mean, he, why not give like a guy like that who has great. It means too much to your defense. That's one. And I understand. Gavin Freeman doesn't mean crap to our offense. Gavin Freeman doesn't. God, it'd be mean nice if we didn't run Gavin Freeman on jet sweeps nine times a game. But, I mean,. There's just uh, – it's head-scratching. Like, why? Why? I, I don't understand what he did there. Why? I mean, we didn't talk about that game much. That's one – That's if you want to knock on Brent Venables right there, it's special teams this year. You've, yeah, there's, that cost us too. you got to get better. Got to get better. That's, that's several times it cost us. Well, I mean, you it go almost back. cost us a lot more too. Well, you go back to the Kansas game. Uh, if the field goal kicking's right, you win. I can't. I, I don't understand. You go back to the Oklahoma State game. If the field goal kicking's right, it's tied. We probably win that game too. Yeah. I mean, he he was bad. We almost we the almost punting muffed was a bad. punt on that too, didn't we? Was that yeah. the uh, LV Bunkley Shelton almost muff punt? No, I think he did muff it, didn't he? We muffed it, but we recovered it, didn't we? Maybe not. I don't remember. No, we didn't recover that one. I can't remember. I don't either. There have been so many of them. I, I try to block just, them all out of my like, mind. I'd, I'd rather have the ball on the one than muff, just take the ball on the one. Okay, or, great. Yeah, just let it. I, I give them the ball inside the 20. It was like the deal. Like Dad said, we were sitting there watching the game together. He he starts like doing the whole get Everybody away from get it, get away, get away from it, get away from it. Just let it roll. Your offense was – I mean, even at that point you watched the – off. it was already 7 to nothing. The offense has already done what they're doing. Stop. Just let them go run it. I mean, and Take then the one who can't, you got the ball. I mean, the risk totally outweighs, outweighs the reward. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's stupid. It, anyway, uh, anybody got anything else that we need to go through, Caleb? No, I got nothing. Shane? No. Pops? Yeah, I love you guys. Love you too, Pops. Well, we got, are we going to talk about basketball at all this year? Hey, uh, speaking no. of which. I'm out on basketball. <laughs> it's all, all things OU athletics. It is all things <laughs> you need to change it. You need to change it. No, I'm not doing it. We're going to talk about basketball We're going to talk about quick. OU football and softball. I, I didn't put it down. No, I, I want to talk. The basketball team is undefeated. They have been, they've been better this they year. They have been phenomenal. They went out and I beat. I care I, less about basketball, so I'm they, not in on this discussion. They went out and beat Iowa uh, in, in that uh, it, it, there's a. Tournament out there in San Diego that they're in. San Diego uh, tournament. It's not San Diego tournament. It's the uh, it's like the children's hospital tournament, something like that. Sunshine out, State. Anyway, they're out in San Diego. They uh, they beat Iowa, which was the first test that they were going to have. Win that game. Turn around. They play uh, number twenty three USC, and and they beat always, USC. Always a good time when you beat USC. And yeah. Everything. So yeah. you beat USC. Uh, Man, they've got they've got a couple guys now on this team that I look. I'll, I'll be a liar if I tell you that I know their names. It's still football season. One when, when football well, season's all brand over, new. One one football. Yeah, everybody's brand new. But 
this is this is make or break for Porter Moser, as I think for for course, OU. Were, the deal is like they were pretty good last year in the preseason, weren't they? Or the the pre pre conference. They were. And then they right. got the conference and just fell apart. Well, conf- our conference is stupid. It's a tough this conference. Big Twelve conference is stupid. But they lost hey, games listen, they shouldn't have lost. Though, listen, too. when you we leave, it's it's not a bad time to leave when you're bringing in Arizona as another team in this stinking conference for basketball. So big smiles for them. Uh, obviously, if you guys have paid attention, uh, the Sooner women uh, softball team, they have they've went through their like preseason deal where they play each other. Um, they look really good, and you don't want to know what I think brings Billy Bowman back. Possibly, Jada Coleman. Coleman. She could bring him back. <laughs> Why? They're dating. They're okay, well, I, I get that, but she's still playing softball. Yeah, she'll graduate in the spring, though, won't she? Will she? No. Yep. She's got COVID year. Yeah. No, I think she's done this year. No. I think she gets COVID year. I'm pretty sure she's out this year. We'll check it. Check it. Check it. No insider information, so we don't Write really know. Write that down. Check that. Okay. Jada Coleman. Check. Write it down. Let's check that. I can't wait till softball starts, though, because uh, we're really good at that and don't even have to worry about us losing two games that nope. during that deal because we typically don't. <laughs> they got a cake scheduled this year, too, hey, as opposed hey, to last speaking year. Speaking of which, which just, just a quick <laughs> reminder, Caleb and I – and I owe you money, by the yeah, way. Yeah, you do. So, Caleb and I bought season tickets. We got two tickets uh, – in the new stadium in Love's Field. Um, nice. After I get my house built. We're big I money donors. Get time on my hands. I'll borrow some of them tickets off you. Yeah, uh, you'll buy some of them tickets from no, us. I'll we're no, we're going to be, be buying them. We're like in the top row of like the outfield, right? Yes. That's so fine. We're way out there. Like All the other good seats were taken, though, right? Uh, we're pretty lucky we got seats at all, yes. Yeah, it, all the good seats were taken. Uh, and it's not because I can take y'all. Not because we couldn't afford it. We're not poor. So we were going after. No, we're not poor. Trade for a better seat. But the price for those tickets was not bad when you consider. I figured no, I mean, thirteen dollars and fifty cents a game is what it comes up to. Is it per seat? Yep, thirteen fifty. Uh, that's not a bad price. I did. I figured it up. You better double check. Counted up the home that. games, and that's not including you get tickets if they make the regional and the super regional. Well, that's going to happen. So, so yeah, they're they're, they're home. Do you, do you automatically get tickets? Or you got to buy the tickets. No, they're they're there. I think that's oh, part yeah, of the Yeah, baby, let's go. Me and Caleb's gonna be sitting up there cheering them on. Yes. How many tickets y'all got? You poor gonna be watching from home. Two. We got two tickets. That's it. <laughs> we're okay. poor's. Uh, I tried to say we weren't, but that's really where we're at. No, we're gonna be there. These guys are poor's. Yeah, the, we're gonna be house. there. Hey, when you guys when they scan the outfield out there and bombs are hitting us in the face out there from from Jada and Tiare. Uh, it'll be me and Caleb out there going wild. Y'all can watch for us on the TV. Let me ask you, does, does uh, Tiara get to come back next year? Yes. So does Jada. Y- y'all guys are <sighs> – They're the same They're in the same class. Yeah, no, they're both done this year. Like, we lose everybody this year. No, no we, we don't. don't either. This team. This team's coming. This is a fire team you're, right now. You're a Debbie Downer. Are you really sure that they're gone? Where are they gonna, I mean, like, if, if they have a COVID year and they can come back. I got phone on me or I'll check it out right now. If, if they have a COVID year and they get to come back, where are you going to go? It's not like well, the, yeah, you the know, NFL's out there waiting yeah, for you. We need Hayden here as a fax man. I tried to get him to come tonight, and he was super tired from moving all your stuff. Well, I am Being too, whiny. but I'm here. I, you didn't do crap today. You drove the tractor around. That's all you did. Do you see all them? You storage? drove the tractor. Do you see all them storage buildings that were full? 
Yeah, you didn't do that today. Me and Gigi moved every bit of that. Get out of town. That whole shop I moved entirely, (laughs) entirely by myself. Shane, you should have been down here for this. All right, I'll I'll send you a bill for the baseboards. So listen, me and Caleb dumped a baseboard installation I did for you. Trim Carpenter here. I had them all pre-cut. Caleb and I I went. Still installed them. What are y'all talking about? Caleb and I went and dumped a load, so we're coming back to the house after dumping this load with, I think it was the time we took the stinking uh, entertainment. So many times, I don't. Entertainment center was brutal, and we're coming back. There's Papa on, you know, Pops over here on the tractor, just like sitting in the middle of the street, and I have to back. I'm I'm not good at backing the trailer. I'll go ahead and throw it out there. Uh, I, I almost hollered at you and told you to stop. <laughs> I just unhitch it and push it up in the driveway. So we got 15 little kids running around out there. All of our kids are darting across the stinking driveway. I'm having to back it in. I got people coming from both directions. Pops is there on the tractor just sitting out in the middle of the street. I'm having to work around him. Then Logan's trying to back the car out of the driveway. It was just pandemonium. So when I got out, all the kids got screamed at. I was like, get out of the driveway. If I catch you out there again, I'm going to get a belt spanking. And you, how many times did you have to adjust on that back? 17 back, times, Dad. I can back that trailer in there one smooth lick. You could, couldn't you? That's a lie. Yeah, I can. That trailer stinks. At it's short. It's it'll short. Get on, it'll get on you quick. Yeah, and that's the problem. I'm, I'm a big adjustment guy. I like to make adjustments, and that's not what you want to do on that. I like to constantly move the wheel. My hands do not sit still. I know still. Caleb was over laughing. He was he was laughing because I was I was griping. You were struggling, bud. No, he was laughing at my complaints. I gotta go. All right, we're getting out of here. Uh, uh, been another good night. Uh, great podcast. Uh, it's been another episode of Sooner Born and Sooner Bread. We'll catch you next time. Bye, y'all. Check this old dog on big.